what's going on girl another day another day oh hold on a second where did i put my drink oh you got a cocktail yeah oh. i should have got i should have kind of stressful today yeah i was in the office today oh yes yeah, it's wednesday it's wednesday yeah. and the traffic is starting to pick up oh is it mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't that bad comment I mean it don't be bad but I can still tell that the traffic is picking up like it's picking up yeah because people don't want, want to take public transportation I don't even think Metro uh, running for real for real right yeah so the uh, South Shore line running I'm mm. not getting on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah people ain't I don't know. I'm just paranoid, and the people out here just ain't the clean and the clean to me. Like they be out here without no mask on, just willy nilly. <laughs> the Indiana folks, girl, it ain't even required. That's the thing that really get me. Like That's it ain't Repu- even. You live in a Republican state. I I know. Don't remind me. <laughs> they like whatever. As girl. Just <laughs> fucking ass backwards is what it is. They, and then I just saw that they bought the, just they like fuck it, just open everything. <laughs> so D went to play poker at his friend's house, and his friends, two of his friends, live. I'm gonna say somewhere between you and Crown Point, and it's some rich white neighborhood. They got money. Uh-huh. So he was like, the other day, I was, he said, uh, I'm going to go play poker. That's cool. I said, I guess. You know, I thought we used to go hang out. He's like, oh, you can come. You can drop me off. Indiana, open. You can go to the bars or something. I said, what kind of shit? I said, you trying to kill me. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, nigga. I'm staying in the house. <laughs> right. Like, if I'm going outside, it ain't going to be for that shit. It definitely ain't about for me to go to an Indiana bar that's wide open. Right. You know? that, then they're like, so what you going, what you doing, what you doing today for your birthday? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my nails done in a small studio mm-hmm. and I'm bringing my ass back home. Exactly. Girl. But yeah, I just saw they announced today that Friday, I think he pushed the date up. That they just about to just bust this bitch wide open, <laughs> and then and then, but the killer part is that they announcing these openings and then turn around and be like, "We had a few more cases, but we good, we good." <laughs> no, <laughs> one of my coworkers was um sharing something about um Arizona, like they opened back up in mid May, and now they are like spiking all over again. I just saw an article about that. I was gonna talk about it, but I was like, I, I know she don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Girl, I heard it. That's all I talk about. But but <laughs> go ahead. And I, I was just about to say, yeah, I saw that. I saw the article. It is is it's not just Arizona. It's a couple of other Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida got another spike. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, like I ain't saying I've been completely in the house, but at the same time, I'm still like slow motion with it. Yes, exactly. So, um, so yeah, hey y'all, welcome to another episode of 
Two chicks talking shit. Wait a minute, shit. We record and record. I thought that was just <laughs> I'm a little... gonna use it. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> I thought we was just go. a little chit chat before we got started. Oh, my. What yeah. else we got? Shit, ain't no tea. The tea is. I'm Girl. <laughs> the tea is. The, no, low key, D um, made us book a vacation. Like mm. a family vacation. And I was like, ooh, child. Where <laughs> y'all going? Ooh, child, the ghetto. Um, I'm going to New Orleans. Ooh, get on a child. Yeah, get on a plane. I don't mm. want to get on a plane. Mm-mm. So what I'm gonna do? So I'm gonna go to Home Depot. I'm gonna buy me a little disposable bunny suit. I'm gonna have my mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's why right. you better go with the full arm like, of the Lord with you. I'm gonna look like I'm um on out on the movie Outbreak. <laughs> like, yeah. Good luck. That's I. I'll pray for y'all when y'all go. Yeah. Tell me when y'all go. Get the numbers, and I think. So a lot of the stuff that we want to do is outside. We know okay. we can't really do like Bourbon Street is not on the list. Um, I I know not to be in these heavily populated areas, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to be doing that. So we was just trying to do something for like the kids, um, because you know taking ready to leave. Jesus, so. We was just trying to do something. We was going to be like um, the allies and go to Michigan and um, rent a little house by like, you know, on the water, on the lake. That would have been, that was more than going to. uh, Yes, girl. We got five round trip tickets (laughs) for under $400. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, and yeah. the, probably to rent a house for a weekend probably would have been four hundred dollars. It was more than that up in Michigan. Then we was like, okay, well maybe we'll do the Smoky Mountains because we was just trying to do you know like something we could drive to, um, and it was still like stuff to do or whatever, and that was kind of expensive too. And, and so he, you know, he an airplane fanatic, so he mm. went looking. And he asked these little kids. Mm. And they they wasn't scared, so I'm like, damn. Well, I'll I'm... pray for y'all. Make sure y'all got hand sanitizer. You need to you need to be stocking up on that now, like hand sanitizer, yeah. the travel size. We mm-hmm. trying to find those travel size lifestyles. I'll be looking around, yeah, because you know I be uh downtown, so I think they be having a lot of stuff. So I'm about to take my ass back to Office Depot because I was in Office Depot the other day. I know they sold that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah. I was like. Niggas probably don't even know this. Let me come shop. Let me come over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get all that travel size because you know you can't put the take the big stuff on the plane. Mm-hmm. No. But y'all can each have y'all own like two two spray two cans of Lysol piece. Y'all two packs of travel size wipes for going and coming. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, the, for, get in the room, wipe everything down. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just it's just you know. Shit, that sound like that don't sound like no vacation. That sound like work. A little bit. They don't think about that kind of stuff. It'll no. be me, so it's it'll cool. Be, yeah, it'll be. Um what else you got? I mean, did oh so I got two things. First question is mm-hmm. that you watch Insecure. Yes, let's talk about this shit. 
Okay. Let, yeah, because we haven't. We we could just talk about the hug. We ain't talked about none of it. We haven't. I thought I we did. Did we? Yeah, I think we did. Okay, um, but, but I don't think we talked about. See, what I can't remember is if we talked about them arguing. I think we did because we said it wasn't the time. Yeah, for that conversation. Right, it wasn't a time for that conversation. So I think that's the last time we talked about insecure. So. Let's start with <sighs> whack ass vacation that her Andrew went. <laughs> I mean, it could have been a dope uh vacation, but Andrew's brother was just, I mean, typical. Mm-hmm. I, I you know, I, I ran across um an Asian person that's like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas like they gonna stand up like when it comes to their nationality, they like, yeah, okay, this is it. But then when it comes to other matters, then they kind of all of a sudden get kind of like almost like blind. And you like, what the? F-? You ain't see that? Like, so, yeah. They like- are either. So I, in my experience with Asians, they either. I don't want to say they want to be black, but they um, are very accepting of black culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they embrace it and sometimes go a little overboard. Mm hmm. Or they like, I don't want nothing to do with none of this. I'm, and don't let them be a little not 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 all the way looking Asian. They mm-hmm. kind of got that white feel to them. Mm-hmm. Then they really on that end of the spectrum. So um, yeah, I I totally um, yeah. But I, that when that when that conversation started, I was like, oh, this is not gonna go well. It's just you know. It, it did I, not. I learned early on in life that it's just certain conversations that you don't have. Religion, politics, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, sometimes race, depending on who you're talking to because, right. honey, it'll, 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 it'll bring your blood pressure up. It will. You gotta know your, you gotta know your audience. You gotta, gotta know your audience. The and it so. goes on both sides. Like, if if you are a non-black person, you can't be talking about shit that you ain't really experienced and then try to make us sound like we crazy. Because he was like, uh, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. Please. When he said that, I was like, please don't. I was like, don't. no. No. <laughs> please don't. No. Because you don't, you had, I, I, I experienced racism too. Stop. Okay. And, and my Stop. thing is, I wouldn't take that from him. I'm like, you probably do. But it's different. You probably do. Right. It's like, you probably do, but you can't take away from my experience. Yeah. Like, I'm but not going to argue with you about my experience. We're not going to do that. And I'm just going to mesh it all together because, you know, it's, I think it's been two episodes. No, maybe three. Yeah. Three now. Um, I'm kind of going to mesh it together because now that, you know, they're back in L.A., you know, they're going on about their life. They trying to um the brother is try- was trying to make amends and bought them them tickets to the game mm-hmm. and Molly's ass just she's just unwilling to bend. She like, has a, a issue with I don't know if it's I can't even like she don't even get to the part to forgive like she has an issue no. with uh, reconciling with people like yeah and I'm like it can't be your childhood I mean. You had a two-parent household, right. siblings, y'all got a good vibe. Like, maybe it was because she's the only girl and maybe they just kind of like catered to her a lot. Maybe. Um, and, you know, she's the lawyer. I don't, right. They make it seem like her brother ain't shit. 
right. on the show. So maybe, you know, everything's been handed to her and everybody like looks up to her and all this kind of stuff. So she probably like really high up on this horse. Yeah. But like I don't even think her therapist is really getting through to her. No, no. <laughs> she just is so unwilling to like work on anything. Like she expects somebody else to do all, all the work. work. Yeah. Whether it's her boyfriend, what um somebody who's upset her, her best friend, like yeah. she just like it's crazy. Okay. Well, while we on there, we might as well just ride yeah. them all the way out. Then we can yeah. go back to the other one. Uh-huh. So, okay. So that was that episode. What did you think about the brunch? It was it was superficial and fake. It was. I, it was. And I, and I don't blame Issa for it because, like, I, I know where she was at that moment, like, wanting to talk to your friend about something that's bothering you but you don't want to mess up the moment the vibe yeah yeah honey that ain't child (laughs) definitely done been there that's just that's just a a relationship thing across the board with anybody sometimes you just like i'd rather you know and then she probably was like we vibe so it's cool i would say that Issa was a bit a bit um, naive to think that just because they had that good brunch that everything was good like you should have known your girl but she said but she didn't think everything was perfect she said she was trying to you yeah. know work on things like I feel like it was really big of her to take the first step after she said she wasn't to call Molly and say hey let's go get brunch let's you know try let's talk let, let's hang out and so I think it was a lot for her to do that um I feel like Molly was hesitant to open up and I just feel like that's just her mm-hmm. in general like she knew she knew what Issa was trying to do like you know your fucking friend right like, like you knew like yeah I, I I completely agree with you on that one like Molly knew, like they they both kind, they knew what it was. Like this brunch ain't just the kiki and drink light skin mimosas, which I mm-hmm. I want to know what that is exactly. But, oh, it says mostly um mostly champagne with a drop of um with a drop of orange juice. Oh, like, you know what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, light skin, tell me. <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, instead of the orange juice, it was pineapple juice. Oh no, that 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 definitely um works too. However, they it's, say orange juice, okay. just light orange juice. Okay, but so yeah, I feel like even you know, if Molly wanted to talk about it, Molly she could have she could have been like, all right, so we here, so let's go on and get this shit. Right. Let's go on and get the elephant out the room. Let's go on and talk about this shit so we can move forward or we can just pay for these light skin mimosas and keep it moving. And that's what she chose to do. And then she want to be all fake after the fact. Like, if you see your friend is trying, right, you should also try. And I felt like Issa was the one really putting in the work. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Molly was just expecting 
things to just fall the way what that she was just expecting the ships to fall wherever they would fall that's not how any relationship works mm-hmm. like you really have to work on them like me and, you know my friend Toya me and her have fallen out some years ago and um I'm big enough to me. It was my fault. So like I, instead of like calling her, I actually, you know, wrote an email because back in the time I write better if I'm upset than like speaking. So I wrote it out, sent her the email. And then after that, you know, she called, we talked and then, you know, Gradual baby steps, boom, whoop, your band, we back brunching. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's how it should be. But in their case, we have another dynamic because it's not just a situation where it was an incident, they fell out, and then they're like, okay, boom, let's, you know, get past it. They've been having like Mm -hmm. a distance thing. And I hate the term we're going apart. For me, I feel like whenever people say that, that means that one person is growing and the other person isn't. It's not. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 somewhere somebody's not willing to grow with that. Like it's got to be a two-way street. And I feel like in their case, I think Molly spent a lot of time. This just me this season. Mm-hmm. It feels like Molly spent a lot of a lot of this time really judging. He yes. said, like, I don't know if he was just sick of the shit, but it seemed like she spent a lot of time judging Issa. And like, not, not giving her a chance to be so, different. Right. Like, <laughs> she dealing with shit. Like, you know, and then my whole thing is, but you knew you knew your girl, you knew that's how she was mm-hmm. from the get-go, so. And bitch, you ain't perfect. And you ain't now, perfect Now you got a man. You think you you hold trying to hold this relationship together. Right. You think you got your shit straight, but you don't. But like like you said, she's been judging Issa the whole time. Where I think Issa is actually doing a whole lot better. She's showing like, a lot of growth. She, she's communicating. She's following her passions. She she like even like at the crib. Like if you look at her crib that she's living in now versus Where the she one was. she. Yeah. Yes, you you can tell people are happier or you know just in a better place based on like their living situation mm-hmm. or how they keep their situation. living situation. Yeah, that is true. So she she and Molly, if Molly was a real friend, she would be seeing what what's really happening and sharing her own. Right, but instead she she sees something and then it's turning it into something else like the whole thing with Issa talking to Nathan about hooking um hooking her up with Drew to get the Live Nation dude the right. the dude for the block party she Lee, Issa didn't fuck up right <laughs> Lawrence is the one who was dating this girl the girl found out he used to date Issa and then she the girl felt some kind of way and did Issa bogus so right friends try to find out the root cause of situations they don't judge like yeah molly fucked up though but but okay so now i think what fucked molly up though is that when she was like when she went when she told Issa finally after she sent that bulk chat text girl when she sent that bulk chat text and then you know she had to go behind Issa was i just fix it and she was like, well, I just think that, you know, we've just come to the end of the road, basically. And Issa was like, 
She said something about like sometimes the people we become. Right. So bullshit. And I was like, no, the fuck? You didn't eat. But but what I like though is that Issa was like, okay. Yeah, that shit killed her, bro. It killed like, the, it hurt her. It hurt her. It hurt her. It hurt her feelings and it hurt her heart. Her heart. I mean, yeah. But I still respect the fact that she was like, okay. And like she said, she said, I've been trying. She said, I know things fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But that led, she was like, I've been trying and I know things been fucked up. But you know what I'm saying? You still my girl and I'm trying, but it take two ways. And mm-hmm. once, once uh, Molly made it clear, that she ain't really for that shit. She was like, okay. Now I'm sure she, you know, like you said, she got in the car and she cried. And yep. she probably, you know, I'm pretty sure next week we'll see her in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Rapping or whatever, but. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Right. Fuck that bitch. Fuck now, that bitch. <laughs> predictions. Do you think Molly and Andrew are gonna last? Nope. Hell no. Nah. She getting on his damn nerve. Like, (laughs) he trying so So hard. hard. Why she trying to send a text to Andrew talking about she trying. (laughs) Andrew sending a text to Nathan like, man. (laughs) Man, I am trying. So hard with this girl. He is. And like he said, she was bogus for not going with them. He said he invited us. It was an olive branch. And sometimes with this whole couples thing, you just have to know when to submit. Just a little bit. You gotta know when to hold them. Know when to fold fold them. So good. Know when to walk away and know when to run. Exactly. But I'm not I I can't even, I'm not gonna even preface it with a but. I mean, I, my whole thing is, how the fuck you think you're going to be in a relationship with this man and beefing with his brother? His and, brother. I'm telling you, and you know he be talking to his brother on the phone all the time because he just be speaking in Chinese, Vietnamese, right. Korean, whatever he is. How you? I don't give a damn if they were speaking in plain English. You ain't going to be able Mm-mm. to be in a relationship with this man and think that y'all going to have a peaceful healthy, happy relationship and you beefing with his brother. It'll be different if like you tolerate him. Right. And you tolerating him just for the sake of this is brother. So you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? This is what I gotta do. But you want some straight up fuck him. Right. And that's just not how you build. Not how I'm you... pretty sure he ain't gonna like what happened with her and Issa because he even know. He was like, I'm on your side, but like he always throw that butt in there. Because he be he he see the shit. Like, yo, <laughs> girl. He like, man. So enough of Molly and her shit. Let's get mm-hmm. into uh Lawrence and Issa. I really enjoyed that episode Girl, when I, they went out on their little date. Me, I sat there and grinned the whole fucking the whole time. Oh I was God. like, oh my God, this is such a, it was just a vibe. Mm-hmm. That, it was a cute breath of fresh air. Oh like, my God, it, it was so needed. Because it was that Sunday that everything was going for shit. So yeah. it was so needed. It was such a vibe. Like it made it made me just feel so happy and sad to see that. And I was like, I was rooting. I'm like, yes. 
Yep, because for one, I thought it was dope that Lawrence took a step back and was like, you know, let's let me figure this out because right. especially after the whole condolence thing, I feel like he was like, that's probably a real life question mm-hmm. that I never really thought about. Would I still be with her if she didn't cheat? Right. And he want he clearly wanted some closure, and so I thought it was real big of him to um reach out to and, initiate the conversation yes yes and then big ups to Issa because even she's growing mm-hmm. and being real with him and I, th- I thought it was I thought that I was thought so, that whole so cute. the conversation when he was like you know because she I think she said like you started to act like you didn't want me and he was like man it was hard seeing you getting up every day go get go me and I'm just sitting here like that girl that was like that was the realest shit yep ever like that <laughs> whole also, conversation of just them being transparent with each other because mm-hmm. that's what relationships need like girl, I feel like that's what's missing sometimes like sometimes you just have to be vulnerable to each other <laughs> speak to me lord <laughs> yes lord a sermon ma'am child this is therapy <laughs> but man for them to just sit there and just keep it 100 with each other and yeah. then when he was like I think she was like so did you have a ring and he was like yeah and she looked down he was like yeah now you see you ain't shit like girl, <laughs> I love I love their energy with each other. Like yeah, I love even their they vibe. Cute little corny jokes, girl. Like oh, if it ain't my San Francisco treat. At first, my slow ass. At first, I was like, "What?" No, I got it. I got it. And then I'm I was like, "Like, yeah, Rise I got it." I was like, "Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it." Now, and I think somebody else posed this question. Um, this whole. Let me get my thoughts together. First thing I want to say is, I really hope that Issa, Nate, and Lawrence don't get into, I hope she don't get into a love triangle with them. I don't think so, because I felt like she did a great job with Nate. Even, even when Nate started coming for Lawrence, she was like, well, we trying to figure this out. Right. I was like, okay, girl. Because she was everybody like, ain't able. Because some niggas would have been like, damn, these eyes is gorgeous. Come here. Right. Like, girl, she was like, shit, at least he ain't ghosting people. Right. Ooh. So, yeah. So I'm glad. I'm also glad that they got their little bit of closure. Because when she said that, he finally like opened up and talked about yeah. dealing with finding out he was bipolar and all that stuff. I just feel like this. This season is really eye opening mm-hmm. um, for relationships and mental health. All um, of it is real. It's really dope. Now, do go ahead. Okay, so we so stupid. <laughs> okay, so, so yeah. right because you're not know, be able to get my thoughts together. Oh, do you think it'd be a good idea? Now, this is something like real, real. Do you think it'd be like? like do you think that if if Issa and Lawrence continue like to take this thing and see if they can take it to the next level, if they really Ooh. still got it, do you think it'd be an issue if she wants to continue being friends 
with Nate because low key, high key, they they I could see them having a good friendship because the way that they mm-hmm. was vibing, helping each yeah. other move, and that scene when they went to Andrew's house. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I'm girl when she said she was hungry. The look he gave her, I he's said, like, "Bitch, we ain't nothing." <laughs> he said, "We ain't, ain't we, what?" He said, "Speak for your like." I feel like we kind of. I would love to see that dynamic throughout the show with a male and female friend, and it be platonic, and it just be platonic, man. Because niggas feel like we can't handle the nigga girl and not uh be fucking because. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And not only that, though, but shit. Some females need to see that, too. Like, girl, just yeah. because y'all get along and y'all vibe don't mean that y'all gotta be, like, he trying to push up on you. And you can right. just, don't go trying on a wedding gown. Y'all might just be <laughs> friends. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it was some, oh, so... <laughs> That's do a you really, Do you really think and this is just the nigga side of me coming out. Do you really think Lawrence and Condola are done done? You really think they done done? Like uh, he had a conversation with her. Man, if that nigga lying, I swear I'm a bust on his head to the white meat show. I think they done done. I think they done done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and the reason why I say I think they done done, I think um that whole Thanksgiving thing was a stroke to Lawrence ego. Mm-hmm. And I also think that you know, it was a, a eye opener for Condola because she saw that he wanted more and she ain't there yet. So yeah, and even though she was like going hard, you know what I'm saying? His heart ain't there now. If if, if he was still feeling her like that, and he really wanted to be with her. He would have told Issa at that date, like, yeah, I I, I gotta bounce. But yeah, you see, he he kept pushing it off, and then when he said, "Yeah, I might be able to still come through," Issa said, "I want to stay this day." Shit, right? You know what they say: "What's in your heart to come out." Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we gonna see. I think they got what one, two more episodes left. So yeah, because I think it's only ten. I think we on seven. It might mm-hmm. be three. Um. So is that Tiffany baby? Tiffany's husband baby, or is that somebody else's baby? That's her baby. That's their baby. What is Tiffany? <laughs> she do not want that baby. Girl, but I'm saying like, like they, like we got the whole storyline, and everybody like, oh shit, she dealing with the uh, postpartum. Postpartum man. That was it. <laughs> right. And maybe next episode will be a friends episode with the girls, and but, we'll see like Kelly and Tiffany and but, see how it all shake out. But it don't even seem like they like Kelly is like it. It seemed like Kelly went home after the party and ain't never coming back. <laughs> Just like on Family Matters, when old girl went upstairs and ain't never come back down. And I think they go. I think they go figure it out. I yeah. Think, um, I saw that they just got renewed for another season, so right. I think it's going to be legit. Because at first I was like, well, maybe they ain't been writing her in because of that whole incident that they had at the Grammy party. Mm, that's true. And But I'm like, no, because I just recently saw um, Issa and her, what's her real name? Amanda. Amanda. I just recently saw Issa and Amanda um, do 
like a, a video together where they was interviewing each other. So okay, they yeah. must have made up. Right now, speaking of Amanda, yes, you see that she is done with um, the real. The real. I did see that she and, was not a fit for that show because. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> she is too real for that. And that's the funny thing. She is too real for the, the real. real. And my whole thing is I think when when you I think you announced it on one of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I think we both said like, nah. <laughs> nah, like that, ain't gonna, that ain't gonna be a look. <laughs> like, because no shade to the girls on the real. Like, I don't really hardly watch it because it gets a little too popcornish for Lonnie, me. Lonnie Love gets on my fucking nerves. And that too. Lonnie Nerves. La, la, see? I said Lonnie Nerves. Not Lonnie Love. <laughs> <laughs> Lonnie Love gets on my nerves because she tries to be that mean, mean, funny girl type deal. Yeah. And it don't work for her. It just comes off like, mean. It comes yeah, off mean like and ignorant. for the black the black population cause. right because it'd it be that ignorant goofy shit like everybody don't think like that no. with, with just talking out your ass and but it just comes out too popcorn-ish for me but yeah i'll think what would be a good fit like if she wanted i think that any if she was gonna be on a real platform like that it should have been a view yeah, because that's that's where she could really, really yeah. be herself. Because they need, I think they need another person. Because I think so. It's Whoopi, Joy, and then Sunny, Sunny, and then that fucking McCain uh-huh, bitch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. I don't even watch it regularly, and when I do watch it, like I watched a little bit. I think was it yesterday, and I was just looking at her like, "Yo, ooh, you just look." They back on regular episodes because it was they was playing reruns the other day. Yeah, I think I they doing like, new new episodes, but of course they do they not in the studio. They doing the the home the, stuff. The home stuff, but still, just sitting there looking at her, I'm like, like I even started liking your daddy towards the end of his life, right? So how do I not like you? Like, That's the I, part I don't, don't be getting because I'm like I don't remember him being such an asshole. No, like I remember John McCain really standing up for, you know, um, veterans' rights and he was a war hero. Right. I know he was a Republican, but like he I don't remember an him being an asshole racist, like NRA, like super loving Republican. I I know I just know that I know the war war side of John McCain. Right. Like when it came down to that stuff. I was I I understood where he was coming from, but like I don't I don't get her. But no. yeah, the view would have been a good spot for Amanda because she's very political, outspoken, and, and, and she knows sometimes her she shit. makes good points. Yes, it, she makes good points. She knows her shit because she educated herself mm-hmm. in that area. And I don't think a lot of people that are on any of these platforms really take the time to educate and, themselves they and just be talking and i feel like her like i'm gonna be honest like i give amanda sales kudos on the fact that like you said she know her shit and she ain't she ain't afraid to talk her shit right but i also will say that she does rub me the wrong way because sometimes she comes off like what's the word i'm looking for like i, I don't want to say annoying. abrasive 
is abrasive, but it's not so much that, that she being abrasive, but she has that attitude of like, I'm the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And like people like that kind of rub me the wrong way because it's like, like I can't stand when people like, like if you don't know something, then they are like they just want to just count you all the way out. Like hold right. on, or well, try to make you feel dumb. Like right. you don't know everybody don't know everything. And, and then we'll sometimes it could be the randomest shit it ever. Like why the fuck would you think I would know that? I would know. That. <laughs> no nigga, I did not. No, know I didn't that. know that. <laughs> Continue, and when, and when you honestly like, no, I didn't know. They like, what? Like oh she's gosh. that person. Like, oh yeah. my god, like that she get the rubbing in her temples. Like, oh my god, I just can't deal with this. <laughs> but at the same time, like I don't know what she was expecting from the real. Me either. It's it's fluff. A check. It's a fluff show. Like yeah. I'm surprised. I don't even know how they chose her. She um she's vocal on social media. I think they were trying to find somebody with a big social media following that they knew would get them like clips. You know what I'm saying? That would get be, be trending yeah. or go viral. Like yeah. they not stupid. They it's all no, no because like I get that, but at the same time they could have found somebody that was a better fit. Like if you just wanted somebody that was vocal and you wanted them to give you ratings, you could have did uh, what's the, the Bonnet Chronicles lady? Oh, Tammy Roman. You could have did Tammy Roman. Or but you saw the other people they like quote unquote um, tried for the spot. They tried just hilarious. They no. tried Jocelyn. No. So think about those people and then they try Amanda like they was just trying to find yeah. that viral they, sensation yeah, they, it was not it was not really thoughtful and but I think I, that they could have found viral sensations that made sense agreed like but then also I also feel like um like they wanted someone that was going to be a viral sensation, but I can guarantee you that Lonnie Love didn't want somebody that was going to be funnier than her. <laughs> that was going to outshine her because she got to be the the black girl on the show. Yep. Even like though uh, I can't never remember what what's twin that it's is. Tia, right? Um, That's Tia. Tamara, Tia. Tia Tamara. Whatever. It's, it's one of them. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure it's like, Tia though like you know what I'm saying like even though but she's still like on that line but yeah yeah so oh last thing that I want to uh ask you about because like, I kept hearing it all day on the radio oh god this whole B Simone situation oh bitch <laughs> I'm so glad that you brought this up because <laughs> I've been waiting to talk to somebody about it so <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so background for the people. If the, if people might not know who she is, so she ain't funny, but she a in an in an Instagram yes influencer. She's on the show Wilding Out. She has a ridiculous infatuation with the rapper the baby. Um, she has she apparently has a makeup line. So anyway, she wrote a book. Um, she. She's now, to be she can't wrap her ass off. I'll give her Damn. that. She aight. 
she can rap. I give her that. She can yeah, spit bars. She, 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 she can she can flow. Yeah, she got it. I don't know. If, I don't know if maybe it comes off like, oh, she can really rap because you wouldn't be. That's not what you expect from her. So it come off like that. Maybe it'd be different if she would have been like, hey, I, hey, yo, I'm a rapper, and then she rap. She has she, said, I, I'm trying not. I don't want to um take. So she said something one time about um changing careers or taking the spotlight from some of the other female rappers oh, like so she tried, down, she so, tried. so anyway she was she did an interview with Nick Cannon this week and he was basically asking her questions about the type of man that she wants right mm-hmm. baby <laughs> first of all I hate when she says that baby girl right because it's, oh, it's, it's, it's played out now Right. So um, she basically says that she didn't want a man with a nine to five job. She wants like a CEO, an entrepreneur type dude. And if you if you don't have that, then she she's not interested. Um, I just feel like she done got her little taste of money. Like she hit her first mil- million. And it done got to her little head. About, <laughs> talking about, I can't be up at three o'clock in the morning, and and he wouldn't understand my lifestyle, ma'am. Girl, baby girl, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> what is you talking about? First exactly. of all, first, first, first of all, if you are still working like that, if you still got to be up at three o'clock grinding and stuff like that. Then, baby girl, you, you have not made it. You have not arrived. <laughs> because, now. I mean, at some point, like, it should get to a point where you want your, like, you shouldn't be working for your money. Your money should be working for you. Yes. It's called residuals, honey. Like, right. And I get it. Like, being a creative, sometimes you do get ideas I'm, or certain things. I'm a fake ass creative, but I'm taking my ass to bed. Oh, I'm going to bed too. I wake up with ideas. I mm-hmm. write them down, like that kind of stuff. But like my problem with the situation is um, you are looking down on people who work honest livings and it's people like what do you think a CEO is like some CEOs of companies you're not going to call it a nine to five but it's a white collar job and so it may not have the hours of 9 a.m to 5 p.m but they're working they're not just like freelancing out here all over the place some might but I I know people who are CEOs presidents VPs and and they work right they work, work. work right you'd be talking about I can't you'd be trying to figure out why you can't fit into his lifestyle exactly. like what do you mean you have to fly out to France to go meet with such and such about this what do you mean what do you mean you have to go there 7 30 right what do you mean like ma'am right right what do you mean we can't go we can't hang out and do this what do you mean you can't post me on your social media because it, it, it would be a tarnish to your brand as a CEO and to the company. Come what do you now. mean I can't go to you go with you because of such and such because you have to keep your personal life personal. Yeah, honey girl, no. You, I don't think you're ready. What no, she wants I, don't. I think what she wants is another celebrity. Yep. 
that's what she wants. She right. wanted to date another celebrity or and something if she like that. that. That's all she, that's had, all to she say. had to say. She, like she, she wanted a, a a celebrity, another influencer, an artist, an artist, like because I, they would understand. Because, honey, if you was really trying to get you a boss, boss, the little shit that you talking about, like, and I ain't knocking her, like, kudos to her for everything that she did. But, right. girl, like, what got me was, like you said, is that's new money talking. Yeah. And then this whole notion that if you work a job that you don't have ambition or dreams and goals and hustle yeah. because just because somebody working nine or five don't mean that they got a whole nother side hustle going on. I know right. we know exactly of people that's entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that got their own business trying to do their own shit. They are, and some of them are doing quite well, yeah. As a matter of fact, yep. and but they still get up in the morning, they go punch that clock, and they work their nine to five, four to twelve, three to eleven, yep. eleven to seven, or seven to eleven, whatever the case may be. And when they're not working, they work in their business, right? You know I what think, I'm saying? I think she just could have said it a different way because, like, I'm sure. Like, she doesn't want somebody who works at McDonald's. I get that. Right. Right? You might not want somebody, you might not want a teacher. You know You know what I'm saying? You just want somebody who matches your drive, like right. you said, your ambition, your passion for what you're doing. Like, I don't have, like, we've had this conversation before. I technically make more money than D, but like, that ain't, that's not the it's driving force, right? No, it's not. We work better. We're a team together. Like that nigga got a job, right? Love and what you do. and just because, and you can't assume that because they work a nine to five that they're not going to support and understand. Yeah, you never know what just because they got that nine to five, but you don't know what kind of ideas and talents and things yep. that they got in their back pocket that can probably boost your Help career. You. Help you, boo boo, right. baby girl. But yeah, I heard it. I was like, like I said, I when as soon as I heard it, I was like, that ain't nothing but new money talking. She feeling herself. Exactly, definitely. She feeling herself because I bet you if she asks, because let her know what's gonna happen is she gonna date a couple of celebrities or guys or whatever in the industry or whatever. That shit is gonna be a bunch of shit shows because mm-hmm. we've seen some new celebrities do it. And then she's going to come with some businessman or yep. some regular dude. Right. That's nobody. That probably got a little coin, but he ain't out here like that. And he and he okay with her being in a spotlight. Right. And she's going to be like, I'm so in love. She's going to be I, blinking, blinking uh, hearts and, and fake eyelashes off. Right. Like, I like um, what Lala Milan is doing, the other in- internet IG mm-hmm. influencer. Like, she she has a guy. Yeah. she's. O- I feel like she's only showed him once or twice. I feel like, I think, I'm pretty sure he's just a regular dude. Mm-hmm. A regular- so he and a regular dude from Louisiana. Like, yeah. I follow her on YouTube. And, like, like you said, I think she may have shown him once or twice. But, like, she'll do, like, his voice. Yes, because... That accent girl, right? Like he, yeah, did that voiceover when she did her hair, right? Yeah, so like she, you know, what I'm saying on that level, 
But again, I think at the end of the day, it's all about you have to meet somebody that that will support and match and understand what it is that you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, and they got to be able to support you in it. Like what you don't want is why are you doing that? What, what what's that for? What you trying exactly. to do? Why you got to do all that? You doing too much? Like no, no, well, I know exactly what I'm doing. You doing too much, ass niggas. They gotta go. Girl, <laughs> twenty twenty, you dying right now, Lord. <laughs> yes, all right, we've been talking. We'll be right back. All right, we are back, and it is time for girl talk. And um, I'm pretty sure you guys know us well enough that we could not let all of these um, events of the past few weeks um, go unspoken. Um, Not saying we're going to break down everything from the protests to the looting to the funeral to, you know, the things that we've been seeing. But I I think uh, we both have seen some things and... um, seen some things that we want to speak on and you know we just want to take the next few minutes going through some of that stuff so okay (laughs) you said okay like you ain't know where I was going okay okay sounds good sounds good (laughs) (laughs) okay so I wrote down a list of things I know I sent it to you sis I'm not um necessarily gonna go line by line but I'm, I'll pick out a, a few okay alright so I'm gonna start with NASCAR and the United States Marine Corps okay so over the past week they both have banned the confederate flag um, from their bases um, and NASCAR's um, banned it from their vehicles any events like any place like you cannot have the confederate flag at a nascar event or on a marine base which the latter a marine base if you think about it this is a base that is supposed to be protecting the united states of america when i Every saw that i was person <laughs> like when i saw that i was i was, I was actually kind of confused because i was like what what they mean they removed it from like marine Mm-hmm. Well, let I, me tell you, because I'm like, <laughs> where, like, like I'm, you know, I'm in with one, and so I'm yeah. like, I ain't never seen no Confederate shit on other shit. He brought up in here, no, but I'm sure D chose the Marines for a specific reason. But um, to get into the military in general, you have to take a test called the ASFAB. Um, and based on your score, it tells you, you know, what branches you can get in, right. um, what jobs you qualify for, so on and so forth. So from my personal experience, um, a lot of those um, not so bright um, others join the Marine Corps um, and they are very uh, pr- proud of this Confederate flag. So, oh, um, so they're good old boys. The good old boys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a pin in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was, I was shocked to see that the Marines actually had to 
take that stance. But for NASCAR to do that, that is probably one of the biggest statements that they could have done because I'm not trying, and I, I, I can't be racist, but I don't want to sound bad here, but that's a big part of their fan base, um, the southern part of the United States of America. Um, it has a predominantly Caucasian fan base, and they they love their NASCAR. Mm-hmm. And so for them to say, we don't want your flag, the NASCAR to say, we don't want the Confederate flag associated with us anymore. I felt like that was a really big statement. Um, there's only one black NASCAR driver. His name is Bubba. And I forgot his last name because I was about to say Sparks, but I know that's wrong. So. It's a NASCAR driver named Bubba that represents that likes to to this black girl. Oh, okay. His name is Bubba Wallace. And um, like I said, he is the only African American NASCAR driver. He recently updated updated the paint scheme of his car to honor the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. So he painted it all black. He has the hashtag Black Lives Matter. He has a peace sign that are various colors of um, black kind of creating the peace sign. Only thing I don't like about this car, you know that little apology that uh, Drew Brees put up with the two hands holding? No, he didn't. It, that's on the hood. I'm about to send it to you no. right now. Oh, yeah. No. Other than that, I get where he. I get where he was going. So okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I started with NASCAR and the Marines. I'm gonna flip it to you. Let's see. Pick some. Pick some things off your. Something off your list. Okay, um, so one of the things, uh, just we all know that I live in a great state of <laughs> the great. State. I can't even get it out. Exactly. Anyway, but uh, one of the things that has really tickled me more than anything is that when a lot of the protests and looting was going on, you know, I live in Hammond. It's ain't nothing going on out here. But yeah. girl, they were out here really really like trying to suit and boot up thinking that it was like one day like they had they were shutting down streets they were shutting down the highway the stores was closing early they (laughs) stores was like random stores was like boarding up their windows and shit because they was like oh it's gonna be a protest today yada 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 girl the next day come to find out it was 12 people out here standing on one corner and I'm just like and like even after that like this past weekend when I was out I rode down like my main street that's closest to my house and like the cricket is boarded up like a fucking <laughs> hurricane is about to come through but mind you Walgreens ain't got shit on they went cricket and so I'm like why are y'all so eager eager to want something to happen to come out here chill out like like to me that's just crazy but it also just shows you you know from just being out here from what I'm seeing it shows how so far behind these people are out here and it also shows 
the level of ignorance, which also translates to hate, but they don't yeah. see it that way. Like yeah. you, you, you react to things because you don't know no better. Exactly. So that that's been something that I've noticed out here that I've just been scratching my head and looking at people like, y'all look dumb as hell. Like y'all ass fucking backwards out here. Well, speaking of looking dumb as hell, <laughs> you got you revive me with great segues. So, um, was it yesterday or the day before? I don't know what day it is no more. But yeah. um, <laughs> when our Congress, oh, our senators put together this bill, you know, for police reform, you know, they were in Washington D.C. They had a little photo op, you know. Um, they decided to wear kente cloths, shawls, sashes, whatever you want to call them. Nobody they, asked them to do that. They took a knee. <laughs> and like I told you in the text message, they look like they were bowing down to Wakandan royalty. No one, Wakanda not a real place, but they was <laughs> right yeah. there, over, like T'Challa. T- Wakanda forever. They they looked like an all-white white choir during Black Black History History Month. Month. Like, (laughs) why, girl? Dumb as hell. That's the only thing I could say. Like, they look stupid. It's embarrassing. Like, my thing is, okay, I get it. You are supporting us. Then that's okay. all we need y'all to say is that y'all supporting us and make and then do things that's actually going to help oh, us fucking job, and bro. push us forward. Pass the correct laws, ban yes. ban the bullshit laws, change the budget, work on things of that nature, the shit that we actually asking y'all. Like this is completely y'all this just came to my head. Y'all keep doing every fucking thing but what we saying we won't. Like y'all still right. not listening. And that's my thing. Like with all of this, you know, I I don't want to say I get upset, but it really took for niggas to tear down almost tear down this country in a weekend for y'all to even understand. A, a micro micronism, like a very small piece of what we're going through. Right. And then at the same time, somebody else said another perspective was it took for us to be locked down, shut down, and then the fucking quarantine for y'all to finally pay yeah. attention. Yeah, and it's like, okay, we get it. Like y'all want to be supportive, but then I don't want to say some of it is ingenuine. And I honestly I don't feel like everybody has to come out, come up with a Black Lives Matter statement. Like I don't Child, feel like that's on my y'all. list. That is on my list. And I'm sorry to go there, but you chime in, girl. It's just irritating. I promise you. Before we recorded, I checked my emails, and here come DSW. DSW. <laughs> Nigga, I'm buy my. I'm coming. I'm, I will come and buy my DSW. I, I'm still. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm still going to here they go. DSW in the subject line. Black Lives Matter. Words are not. Let me see if it's gonna even come up. It ain't wait a minute. So first, oh, they so first of all, 
when I, I didn't even open the email. I just opened the email. Uh-huh. They made sure to let me know that the DSW in Evergreen Park is open. Thank you. Okay. And then it says, it goes on the census murders of George Floyd, Amar, Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, and so many others have opened our eyes and left us heartbroken. Really? Can I tell you about the old so many? We believe that Black Lives Matter, we stand against racism and hate, and we are committed to making beautiful changes in, the, in our nation and in our company, but words are not enough. Now is the time for action, and this mm-hmm. is how we plan to start. Learn. We will listen to our Black associates, customers, and followers, and share their voices. Man, listen. Uh- what child I'm not even going to read the rest of this learn live give and amplify okay great that's probably going to give me a black lives matter coupon code (laughs) girl use the coupon black right use coupon black 20 BLM 20 for 20% off child so I just happened so I went to my gmail and I I didn't even type black lives all the way out I typed black li so I have the same email from DSW, Postmates, Apple, mm-hmm. um, CBS Sports, the New York Times, um, my fitness pal. <laughs> just like <laughs> girl Etsy. Um, let me keep scroll. Like it's just one after another after another. And honestly, thank you for your support. However, this is not a. Uh, uh, a, a, a moment right and, and that's it it's like okay like it's almost like all right let's 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 coin in on this on this time yeah and then not only that though but honestly you know how it makes me feel it makes me feel like those awkward moments when you're at a funeral like and, and it's like somebody that that you know like you're the yeah. family side or whatever yeah and everybody's walking up to you making that st- stupid face oh i'm so sorry like that i don't know but that's how i interpret these emails and they probably don't even know when they send it to me that i'm black but it's just like oh yeah i get it now i'm so sorry and that's just like oh god like i i want you know i'm saying i appreciate i i'm glad that you know we're finally being heard as a people yeah Um, but my whole thing is I don't need all these emails what I what I need is changes in in the the justice system changes changes in the government and I need changes in people's hearts because what I am seeing is um I don't know if I put it down but oh I did what I am seeing is that during these times the racist people are becoming even more racist. Yes, they and are. Angrier. Yep. And, and more like violent towards yep. black people because yep. now the mirror is up on them and they've been seen. They don't like and it. And they don't like it whatsoever. Is making, they don't like the fact that, you know, people that probably. You got white people who probably, hey, I'm not a racist, but the fact that these conversations are uncomfortable and is making them feel uncomfortable and they have to now face or deal with the fact that, you know what, 
maybe I am a part of the problem. And you know what? My grandfather and my great-grandfather, and and, you know what I'm saying, they were slave owners. And I have I have um, been, I have had the opportunity to, to do better off the backs of Black people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. It's like, for me, I'm like, I need a heart change from people. All this is great, but I need some changes of hearts because it's going to be the change of hearts that's going to make that judge not send that Black boy to jail for 20, 30 years for doing the same crime that he'll send a white boy to jail for five. Or no jail time. Or no jail time. It's going to be the change of heart that's going to stop the Karens from carrying it. <laughs> and not going to plum fool out in the street. Like, I think that's what we really, like, I think that's something that people aren't really, you know what I'm saying, speaking on, like, everything, all this is great. You know what I'm saying? And and like I I want laws to change and I want, you know, people to speak out. But I also want people to really take a look into their heart and see what you got going on in your heart. And not just, you know, and I also feel like as black people, we gotta do some some heart changes too, because you know, we got some years of resentment and unforgiveness mm-hmm. and things going yep. on with us too. Cause I'm gonna be honest. For a long time, even today, I I don't trust. I have a, a hard mistrust for white women, and I believe that they are more racist than men, than white men. And I feel like they do a lot more dirt and, and hide their hands. Yeah, I mean, who you think um, sewing the patches on the KKK uniform? Right. Show ain't them niggas. Who you think is the ones that saying he raped me? Or the ones in the park that say, that say oh, I'm going to just call the police, police and say right. that you were threatening me. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what that means. You know that they're automatically going to believe you over this black man standing in Central Park with a camera bird watching. Right. Oh. No, <laughs> they're the ones who got the maze and like, oh, no, no, no. You can't use my bathroom. Right. Um, yeah. So, but I'm gonna wrap it up real quick because we could state this is an area <laughs> there's so much going on. I have a few things I'm gonna say real quick. Um, I'm not gonna believe real changes happen until the KKK is illegal. Yeah. Or well, no, a, a terrorist group. Group like I am like that is one change I need to see for myself. And until I see that, then I'm not going to believe that the rest of this is real. Like, you going to have to show me that mm-hmm. because they have caused so much pain to so many African-Americans for decades, mm-hmm. decades and like centuries, probably. Yeah. Even. Yeah. And so they've really been think... around since they they've been around since since since. <laughs> right. I, I want to say I don't I. I want to say that it they was founded. Hold on, let me, I don't even want to Google that. Oh shit! Let me I'm in Indiana. They might think I'm coming, coming to join them. I'm join, coming to join you. <laughs> you lighting up? No, I'm just playing. Yeah. But yeah, I won't believe that um, we're taking any steps forward in all of this until 
they are a terrorist group and so so um, it's it's saying that um they were founded in 1865 and they basically was probably founded um some confederate soldiers got together <laughs> and they were probably founded around the time that slavery was about to end and i do recall hearing something where um it was an issue of some like poor white people um being upset that they were gonna lose lose their slaves lose, not so much lose their slaves because they never really could afford them it was more so um, that was the thing they couldn't afford slaves and so they were losing their jobs as field hands and things like that because it's cheaper it. to pay an ex-slave uh-huh. got it you know what I'm saying because you can cheat them out their money yeah because they never got paid right. for work before right. <laughs> and then so now they taking the jobs from white people and you seeing some of them actually pull themselves up by the bootstraps which yeah. white people love to say just pull yourself up by the bootstraps and keep it going so you can so you can I pull myself up by the bootstraps and you take the strings out of my boot right or take my boots. Or take my boots. So, girl, don't let me get started. Lord. Okay, so that's one. Number two, I've seen a lot of videos of people praising these very young children who are at protests and speaking their mind and being very passionate about being at the protest and the movement and all. Listen, I would love for little six-year-old girls, seven, nine, 11, 12. I would love for these little girls, including my little girls who went out to protest, to not have to do that. Correct. Even though I love that little girl that's like, no justice, no peace. That's my, I mean, that's my I, appreci- I love her. I appreciate But she shouldn't have to be out there doing that. She should not have to be out there. Children should be able to be children. White children ain't got to worry about shit. A girl, little little white boys get to be little white boys. Where they get to play with their toys, or they just get to be. Well, we have to tell our sons, you can't do, don't do that. You can't be out there doing that. Like, don't you know what I'm saying? Like, they can't. You like I, even when I see like today. I was driving down 35th and I saw this boy. I don't know. He probably was trying to get home for his curfew. He could have, you know what I'm saying, just trying to get to work or get the bus, but he was walking really fast. And, you know, I'm watching him just walk, but until somebody else, he probably just got through, you know, he probably Mm -hmm. just committed a crime or he just did something wrong or he probably just went about some drugs like you know what i'm saying so yeah 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 i don't think it's cute i saw one sign that really stuck with me it was a a young black man he couldn't have been no young older than seven or eight years old and the sign said when do i go from being cute to To a crime right yeah and like that broke my heart because to be honest, that's literally what happens. Like they turn into teenage teenage men immediately, and they're a threat to everybody. Like now you're scared of them, but a few years ago they were bit cute and adorable. Like all of it, like and 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 I take it even a step further. You know, I had athletes, so yeah. they're they're your star player and your favorite person. 
on the field. Yes. But the moment that they come off that field, you will cheer for them on the field, but you will fear them on the street. Girl. Speaking of, the last thing I was going to bring up was the NFL. Um, The National Fucking Football League needs to apologize to Colin Kaepernick. I don't want to see that man of a video uh, apology stand up. I don't want to see that man one until they apologize to him. and, and, And just acknowledge that they were fucking wrong. Well, they did that. So see, my thing is what Roger Goodell did was after a bunch of well-known players, I Michael, saw that. Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham, um, Mahomes, like a few others, very well-known players put together a video yeah, and basically said, what if it was them? Mm-hmm. Like it really could have been them. Actually- and then, <laughs> girl, it could have been any of them. And then um, then Roger Goodell, literally the next day from his basement, looked like, um, does this video to say, yeah, we were wrong. Um, we we didn't take it. Se- I feel like he basically said, we didn't take it seriously. We didn't understand, um, but we stand with you. Now we condemn. Like, it's like, now we condemn this. Now we condemn that. When Colin was legitimately telling y'all this shit years ago. And now, now y'all see it. Now, y'all made it about a fucking flag when a white veteran is the person who told him instead of sitting during the national anthem, take a knee. Y'all owe that man an apology. And every other player who's still with him, you owe them personal apology named apologies that's all i gotta say about that yeah yeah they they, i i completely agree out but like i i don't want the movement to stop i don't want the momentum to stop i I want i want you know what i'm saying i want people to really we are people i want us them to see us our lives do matter we're not saying that your your life don't, but how come? <laughs> first of all, it's it's you know it's a problem. Why is it that it's such a problem for us to say Black Lives Matter? Y'all still seeing us as three fourths human, right? The about, fuck. But what about us? Uh, our lives matter. What about you? Nobody said it didn't. <laughs> We're not but talking clearly, about you right now. We're talking about clearly, us. Because clearly, ours don't matter. Do. <laughs> Obviously. Y'all made y'all have made that clear from the day that y'all went to our continent and shisted us. <laughs> hey, yo, y'all want to come over here? Y'all, hey, it's dope it, was, it was like, hey, we'll give you, you want- this bag of rice <laughs> if you give me all 400 of them. <laughs> and I don't even think it probably went like that. It was probably like, okay, so these are your soldiers of war. We got them. We could take them. Get them off your hand. We'll give you this. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. We got them. Now, because at one point, 
I believe that it was a deal and it probably mm-hmm. was a legit deal. But, you know, thieves going to be thieves. And when they say opportunity, they're going to take it. Because it wasn't a thing of, it wasn't like they were just going into um, tribes and saying, hey, who wants to come? Like it had got to a point where, and just, just from reading and researching and watching historical movies and stuff like that, it had got to a point where they were in a villages actually fearful, like, mm-hmm. don't go, because they knew what was going on. Hey, I forgot what they were calling snatching people up. Child. But child. We, I'm gonna leave it right there. Yeah, we're gonna leave it right there. Because we can go on and on. Y'all stole us but, from our land and y'all just take, 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 take. <laughs> I, goddamn I can't, I can't. <laughs> we will be right back before she goes too far. All right, we're back, and it's time for Ain't That Some Shit. Mm-hmm. I have two things. Okay. So this one comes from BuzzFeed. Um, okay. A Cambodian woman spends two months two months in prison for postings for posting um, on Facebook that she she fears being laid off because of the coronavirus. So the lady worked for the Supero factory, okay. I guess I'm saying that's right. Um, and they make bags for Michael Kors and Kate Spades. Well, right. when the coronavirus um, started to happen, I think their supplies and their demand, their work started mm-hmm. getting light. And so yeah. she posted on Facebook, you know, because of this, I think that we might get laid out. Well, in some countries, Something posting stuff like that against your mm-hmm. job or whatever is against the law. So she made the post the next day. She went back to work, business as usual, like we all do. We post our yeah. shit <laughs> and keep it moving and keep it moving. And they called her into the office, and they kind of it sounded like they were trying to give her like a warning. But in in the in the writing of that warning, they also wanted her to admit that she did something wrong and mm-hmm. she was like no I'm not signing that She now she is a part of some type of union that they have but she was like no I'm not signing that and so she went back to her workstation and, and kept on gluing on buttons and, and sewing on zippers and right. you know at the end of the day when she was getting ready to punch out they was like uh uh-uh, uh come back in here we need to see you again so by then she goes back in. Now they got the police. So the police take her to jail. They interrogate her for two days. And the interrogation is like, who do you think you are? Oh, oh you God. trying to be special on, on on social media? Who you trying to be famous or with this or whatever like that? And they throw her in prison. So she wow. in prison and in a prison in there, she was like, it was like the prison cell had maybe 72 people in there, kids, women, and children all in there. She said people were getting sick from the virus. You know, they was getting fevers and starting to have some of the symptoms. And they charged her. So the factory charged her with uh, posting fake news and trying to defame the factory. And the court ended up putting charges on her as well 
um, the charges was based on provocation, provocation, whatever, and discrimination. So the factory, they, I think they dropped her charges, but the court, they're still going over her charges and she can be fined six million dollars. Well, not American dollars, but um, rails or riles mm-hmm. or whatever the money is in Cambodia. So she can be charged for that. She's out, but like I said, they still deliberating her case. Crazy. Girl, yeah, she has not returned back to work. I think she was trying to do like uh, a video where she was trying to reach out directly to Michael Kors to let him know what is going on and the rest of the article was talking about how um you know, they have the United States and these big brands have these countries creating a bag, but they treating the people wrong. And some of them are in unions, but sometimes that doesn't even help. As in this lady's case, you can't right. even make a post. She just spent two months in jail for a post, a post. And what she said made sense because she's like the, the breadwinner for our family. I fear she was like, if I seem off or if I'm not on base is because I'm concerned about being laid out. So, and then my next story, as you know, hopefully everyone is aware of Brianna Taylor, the young lady who was shot in her home eight times by the police off by the police who um, did a no knock. They tried to do a no knock raid with a warrant in her house a police thought someone was breaking in. He shot off a warning shot and the police in turn shot in the home 22 times and eight of those bullets hit Breonna Taylor. So um, it's really like her story got swept under the rug because this actually Definitely. happened in like March. Mm-hmm. And um, in Louisville, they kind of like been giving her mother the run around about everything and they like oh this person is gonna do it we have to wait this long to investigate and all this other stuff well it was just posted today that the the incident report is down there blank it has like the basic information of like who she was her age race female da 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 they kind of redacted like her address information and all that it does uh, list the officers on it, but um, it's, some, it's some things on there that's also a little off. So, it, like I said, it took almost three months to release the report. They have no injuries listed on Brianna's body, even though we know she was shot eight times. Um, when it says that this was a forced injury entry into the home, they have it checked as no when they use the the big thing that they be using to hit down the door. Mm-hmm. Right. And then um, it says that the events listed says PIU investigation No, and no other information is listed on the report. So they're really trying to be on some bullshit in Louisville when it comes to this situation. And I just ask that people continue to say her name. Mm-hmm. and continue to, to press in onto Louisville because I just feel like when it comes to those these stories and it has to do with black women, we yes. kind of get swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. 
and no justice is is ever made for us. Sandra Bland, same thing. Nothing happened yep. with her case. There's so many other cases like this. So, yep. and then my thing with Breonna Taylor was it wasn't like she wasn't, and this has not this really doesn't have anything to do with it. But she was trying to change her life. Like she moved to Louisville from Michigan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to school. She became an EMT because she wanted to give back and really wanted to change her life. And mm-hmm. like. I stumbled upon a few tweets on Twitter about her saying that 2020 was going to be her year Mm -hmm. and she was just so excited to uh, you know like that's what breaks me about this because Mm -hmm. like I see that she was she wasn't like no no good person like like no thought about like even though it it wouldn't have mattered but no but yeah. I'm just saying she had something going for herself and she wanted to be better. And she talked about having kids and like she saw a future mm-hmm. and it, she was robbed. Right. She was just robbed. For me, it, it, it's a couple of things. It's like I said, one, it's the whole thing that, you know, here it is. A, this happens to a black woman and it just gets swept under the rug. And then two, like they were in their own home minding their business and Mm -hmm. her boyfriend did what I would hope any he did what most men would do if you think somebody's gonna break into your home or you hear a crazy sound you know what I'm saying and I can only imagine what it was sounding like and her mother told was saying like you know what I'm saying they was like who is it who is it And, and they not saying nothing so yeah and he he was legally bound to carry his gun Yep, and he yep. shot out a fire shot, and y'all decided to shoot in the home twenty two times. And I'm thinking, what if? I hate the fact that Brianna Taylor lost her life, but what yep. if it was children in that home? Because y'all ain't went in there yet. This could have been completely worse than what it already is. It could have been children in that home or anything, and they just went rogue and shot. 20 something times off one shot and then even if no legal charges is pressed those officers fail to do their job they just walking around because right they fail to do I think they on administrative leave but they still getting paid they still have a job and basically what you're saying is just sit down and, and hold tight until this blows over Right, because the person who 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 claims to issue the warrant should be out of a job. Because how you wish issue a warrant on somebody, a no knock warrant on somebody that's already arrested? How do you not double check that? Right, like when you put his name in the system, it should have came. It should have came up booked. <laughs> Whatever, man. Right, and then y'all at this like. You just go like, and then like, so basically what you're telling people is if it's the address in a black neighborhood, they automatically guilty. So we just want to bust in they shit. Yep. 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 And we're not going to even talk about the incident that happened in Chicago where the police just bust in on, on with that a kid's warrant birthday party? And on the kid's birthday party. 
That little baby, I read an article about her the other day. Her therapist says she probably has one of PTSD. the most severe uh, cases of PTSD. She was like two or three, maybe four at the time at the most. And somebody, I think it was, um, what's the activist name? Tamika Mallory, is that her name? I think so. Tamika sounds right. Yeah, I know it's Tamika. She was saying you would never hear about something like this in a white neighborhood. Never. And they, never. I mean, never. Even if they did, was going to raid. They're not going to raid at night. Like, they went, they came to their house at like 12 o'clock at night. If, if they're going to raid, like, and I've seen TV shows, even if it's just a white collar crime. Like, on that, that speaker, perfect example, the, the McDonald's documentary. Mm-hmm. When they went and arrested and, and mm-hmm. those men on those warrants, yeah, first for thing in the morning, went knocking, knocking on the door <laughs> peacefully. You, you're gonna want to come with us. Hey, hey, you want to come? You want to come talk to us for a minute? But no, a black person, you want to smash their windows and come in, swat staff. It's crazy. Well, that's all I have. Well, I got one more thing for you. Okay. This is hot off the MF and press. Uh-oh. So as we have been sitting here, I have got multiple alerts about this situation. President Trump has chosen a venue for his oh, next rally. I saw that. His next rally will be held in Tulsa, Oklahoma on June 19th. The devil is alive. Let me make sure I order my shirt. <laughs> First thing tomorrow. So let me tell y'all, if you're not putting the two things together, Tulsa, Oklahoma mm-hmm. was the location of one of the largest black massacres this country has ever seen. They they destroyed a particular place in town in Tulsa that they called Black Wall Street. Literally decimated it, killed so many African so many African Americans and this mm-hmm. man chose that place to hold his rally and then on top of that Juneteenth is most people don't celebrate it but now I know a lot of people celebrating it this I'm, year look, let me tell you I'm going to have my shirt I'm about to, <laughs> which I'm way you getting the red, the yellow or the green I'm getting a green one I want a green one because I got some Air Maxes that I want to yeah, I want I'm the still- yellow one <laughs> I'm still a, you know, I'm still a, stupid. Anyway, you know, <laughs> but June 19th is the celebration of the end of slavery in the United States. So if you if you putting them two things together and you not saying forget Cheeto goof ass, then I don't know who you are, man. Because that man, oh if, my god, I feel like I feel like I feel like if. If this does not push us to start, first of all, I don't think we ever celebrated it because honestly, a lot of us did not know. Yeah. But now, and we didn't know the the meaning behind it. But right. now that we know and we know what's going on now, if y'all don't find something to do, Juneteenth, mm-hmm. something. Find something to do. If you got to go to work that day, wear your shirt. Wear your shirt to work. 
Right. And I think I think the real traditionally tradition is you're supposed to drink a red pop. I think it's like you're supposed to have a red pop, some watermelon, because that's what they ate that at something. It's like you're supposed to have a red soda, watermelon, and do something else. I don't Nigga, know. I'm not no, because you said watermelon. I ain't going. <laughs> Going, you always <laughs> set me up. What is going Girl, to? I don't know. That's what I'm gonna look it up because you crazy as hell. Let me see how no to <laughs> celebrate because we on this is new. Oh god! All right, I did see. Well, go ahead. I say this for uh. Go ahead. Now I'm done. about to go. I'm about to go to uh a positive note. Okay. You want me to go first? Mm-hmm. So, in light of all of this, it um, all of the Black Lives Matter protests and you know people wanting to know how they can support us. Um, a lot of Black-owned businesses are starting to um, come to the light, um, and I just think that this is something that we should continue to support, um, push it, putting money back into our communities, things that we own, because in most cases, it's small businesses. In other cases, it could be um, more well-known brands, but you might not know that they're Black-owned. Mm-hmm. I know so, like, I know you saw my post, like, a month or so ago, right, when I was talking about Bath and Body Works candles, and I wanted to order some candles, mm-hmm. and what's everybody's favorite scent? So, I ordered them. I still ain't got my motherfucking candles, and that's another story, because I'm, I'm being positive right now, but what I did the other day is, I was on Twitter, and I was scrolling, and Karuchi actually asked the exact same question i was about to google on twitter or look up on twitter's black owned candle companies and i came across quite a few and so i just placed the order because i'm like okay fine i'm gonna try this out if i don't like it it's it is what it is but i'm i'm a support they got good reviews let's see what it's about so i just feel like that is something that i i, I like seeing um uh, my as for myself i'm gonna do my mm-hmm. best to try to continue to support black business because it's not like i did before but just trying to make more of a conscious effort to mm-hmm. continue to su- support my community um i know this is about to sound petty but i don't need uber to tell me uh who the black businesses are but thank you for sending me that alert the other day but <laughs> <laughs> but that's one thing. Damn, and I had another positive thing. Damn. Okay, so I have mine. Okay. Going back to June Tink. So uh, Twitter and Square will be celebrating. Like, they have recognized that in their office. Like, I don't know if they're going to get the people today off, but like, they are spearheading to like, to celebrate it and recognize it in the office. And I believe that that should be something that most jobs do. I ain't saying you got to take the day off, mm-hmm. but if, like, I know in my office, like, they put up decorations for Cinco uh, de Mayo, they put up um, decorations for St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, Christmas, or the holidays, and I think that, you know, it should be some type of celebration or representation for June. I don't want it to become commercial, 
let's not do that. Mm-mm. We're not gonna make it no commercial holiday. And we I don't wanna see if I see any Juneteenth coupon codes, I am going to go off. Unless it's something I really want. But I'm gonna go off for real. That's all I had. Okay. All right, well. That's all we have for today. I know we talked y'all little ears off and everything, but thank you for listening. And um, just what what should they continue to do in this tumultuous time? Drink your water. I'm saying it backwards this time. I want you <laughs> to drink your water. Check. Be a blessing. Yes. And mind your black ass business. <laughs> Thank y'all.